Hello and welcome back to Little MB. <coughs> well, working out, it's gone pretty good. This was one rep max week for my overheads and stuff and got 255 and 260, which that's the first time on any of my climbs I got 260 without having to work at it. For weeks so kind of happy about that obviously that isn't to say that's going to continue as far as climbing up and weight stuff like that did the just the rope yesterday no pull-ups got farther up the rope so that went good last week i didn't do legs because the day before and leading into leg day i had this weird pinching going on on guess you'd call it a tendon that goes down the inside back of my right knee and I mean it it, it was excruciating man it, it was bad and it, it was only when I was stationary so if I was moving around it wasn't bothering me but I still didn't want to take a chance on squats or deadlifts with that going on so it's like screw it take the week off the legs but so i can't can't complain with that with the workouts and stuff the way they've been going they've been going pretty good so you know it's just keeping on keeping on but uh i ended up and i'm not going to talk long about this because it's it, it this is more of a warning than anything a book that I ended up getting and reading, a lot of the books that I've learned about came from reading books. Uh, for an example, Tom Jones was mentioned in Stephen King's novella, uh, Apt Pupil. And I, so I was like, you know what, I'll check that out. Well, in that Gwendy trilogy, the button box trilogy that I talked about not liking, there was a book that was mentioned in two of the stories. It's called Gravity's Rainbow. And it's a good story. It, part of the reason why I was like, hell yeah, let's do this, is I like long stories. And so it, it was over 30 hours. And the narrator, George Guidel is phenomenal and I mean he shows his skill with narration with this one and it was a good story but it was filled with the most pointless freaking debauchery in weird almost psychedelic things I, I just couldn't believe it when I, the, about the book, when I went to buy it, didn't really tell you anything. The only thing it really told you is it won the National Book Award in 73, which was the year it was published. But I'm telling you, it's the only debauchery that it talked about and didn't go into detail was the bestiality. It did go into detail about a man that's 29, 30 years old having sex with a 12-year-old. It went into detail about a woman urinating and defecating in an old man's mouth. So, read at risk, your own risk. 
you know, I'm, it, it sucks because it, it, it was set in World War II. And it was about the Germans' rocket program, essentially. So it, I like history and stuff like that. I thought it was kind of cool with some of the cloak and dagger stuff that went on. But man, it just pointless, pointless, pointless debauchery. I, there's no other way for me to describe it. So, yeah, that's, man. <laughs> the way the way I look at it is is that's over thirty hours of my life I'll never get back, and I have this weird thing. I don't get the idea that I finished the book just so I could sit here and tell you about it. I have this weird OCD thing that I have to finish what I start. It was like back in the day when I watched movies all the time. There there was a time or two. Where a movie just sucked, and I can't remember the name of it. The movies I'm referring to now, I can't remember. But I ended up turning it off, rewinding it, and just taking it back to the video store. And then a month later, I went and rented it again because I just needed to know how it, how it ended. <laughs> you know, it's the way I am with books and stuff like that as well. So that's why I ended up finishing it. But it's, man, rough, rough one. I think that there was also pointless racism in it. I understand that racism occurs. In the book that I've been trying to get done, I've got a little bit of it in there because it takes place in the 1880s. Guess what? There was racism back then. It took place. It does not in any way take over the story and what I've written. And I don't think it takes over the story here, but there's points of it that is just... There's situations where it's just pointless. It's almost as if the author was made a list... How can I shock and offend people the most? It, it, it feels like he made a checklist. Because like I said, as far as the sexual depravity, I, I don't think there was anything he missed. I don't think there was anything he missed. But what can you do? <clears throat> I don't know if you recall me talking about the abortion post I made where I said, I want to know what's actually going on that people aren't paying attention to. Well, I, I can think of one of the things that's come to light that's not really getting talked about a whole lot. And that's the food situation. How many of our meatpacking plants have burned down in this country over the past year? Over the past 18 months, an insane amount of our plants have burned down. Just out of freaking nowhere. And now, apparently some ranch, I want to say Oklahoma maybe, 
a thousand head of cattle died. And they say it's from heat, the excessive heat. But the owners say that's a load of crap due to the fact that it's no hotter. It's hot, but it's no hotter than what it has been in the past. And all these animals had more than adequate food and water available to them. And yet a thousand head. That's a lot of meat. And, you know, I, I find it kind of funny because who's the biggest owner of farmland? Who, who owns the most farmland in this country? Bill Gates. And what's he been trying to push? You don't need meat. You can make plant burgers and stuff that taste just as good and just the same. Well, first off, no, you can't. Admittedly, I've had soy burgers before. And if you really sop on the mayo and ketchup and onion and pickle and tomato and all that kind of crap, it's not as noticeable as a di of a difference. But if you just eat it with a fork and maybe a little ketchup, you're, you're going to tell the difference. And if you see how horribly out of shape that man is, you can't tell me it's healthy for you. Because if that's all he's eating is this plant-based crap, and he's that fat, I mean, come on. But tell me that this isn't a setup. They tried with the vaccines to push mandates. They tried to force people to get the vaccine. People fought back. People can't fight against a food shortage. You can't fight against that. They burn down the packing plants. They start killing off the freaking animals. There's nothing you can do. And it's going to put them in a position, if it keeps up, to where they're going to be able to do food rationing, like they did back in World War II. And I'm not going to sit here and say that a certain amount of food rationing isn't necessary in this country with as obese as the people in this country are. I mean, I'd be definitely be considered obese. It doesn't matter the fact that I'm in fairly deep. I'm not, my problem with saying I'm in decent shape is wrestlers, and I know you're sick of hearing it, wrestlers this and wrestlers that, but the fact is, is if you're not in rest, if you're a wrestler, or used to be whatever, if you're not in wrestling shape, you don't consider yourself in good shape. Most people would consider me in good shape, even though I'm 6'1 and weigh 280 pounds. But, it's, you know, talking with my folks as far as, like, what kind of food to get, things like that. To me, load up on stuff that has shelf life, like peanut butter. There's, when that first stuff first came out, they called it the poor man's meat, and they called it that for a long time. Because you can make a meal out of a little bit of peanut butter and some crackers. 
it's not ideal. It isn't having a steak. It isn't having a couple burgers or some chicken or whatever. But if you're hungry, it'll fill you. And it's got protein. And no, it's not the healthiest with all the salt and crap like that. But what, what do we eat that is healthy for us these days? You know? You can't eat too much fish because of the mercury. You know, you, you aren't supposed to eat too much of this because of cholesterol or that because of this and this because of that. You know, so it's... It's, I have, I have, a, I got a feeling it's going to be getting pretty tough out there. But fuck Bill Gates, because you may think that I'm just conspiracy theorist here or got a heart on about this, but there's no way that I will believe he's not behind this with his amount of money, him doing the farmland thing, him pushing for plant-based meat. That's not even, that's not real meat, obviously. He's got, he's got the money to do this crap. And if you think that people, that it would cost too much to get somebody to go out and poison a thousand head of cattle or burn down these plants, you're insane. You know, it's, there's an ice cube saw called... Uh, when will they shoot? And and then he talks about people like Malcolm X and stuff like that. People like him who have been assassinated. And he says, he, he talks about in that song how it wasn't white people that killed him. And it wasn't. It was a black person that killed Malcolm X. And the whole point of that is for the right price, anybody will do anything. For the most part. Obviously not everybody would go out and kill all this cattle for 10 grand or 100 grand or whatever the case is. But when you got billions of dollars like Bill Gates, you could say something like, hey, $1,000 a head, how many can you get? Oh, hey, somebody could have just made a million dollars by doing that. And in the long run, he'll get the money back if he gets his way with this plant-based food crap. (laughs) Now, you're definitely going to call me a conspiracy theorist for this. But there's some of that stuff that I've seen. Um, Some of the pre-made, like, breakfast stuff. In one of the companies is Morningstar. I I have stayed away from that. <laughs> you know? And I get it. I get it. That's That might be taking it a little far. But, you know, considering that's named for the devil. <laughs> I don't think I want to be eating that food. But I'm pretty sure. The reason I brought that up. So I'm pretty sure some of their stuff was... Uh, plant food not all of it but some of it was I'm pretty sure could be wrong but it's I'm telling you it's if you're getting your news through mainstream media you're making a mistake you need to be 
finding some alternative media and subscribing to it and keeping an eye out there to see what's actually going on that the mainstream media is not talking about. And I'm going to be the first to tell you, you can't believe everything the alternative media says because they got their agendas too. I got in that argument with the previous girlfriend because she she started me on the whole conspiracy theory stuff and I ain't going to lie, for a while I freaked out and then I started looking at some of the logic. But in some of it I believe, some of it I think is possible. There's other stuff. It's like there ain't no way, Tanya. There ain't no way. And I had to remind her, hey, these people have to freaking sell their YouTube channel. They have to sell their articles and whatever it is, you know. Some of them were preppers and sold products. You know, if they aren't convincing you that the world's coming to an end, then guess what? You're not going to be buying the prepping stuff. <clears throat> and I'm sure that stuff, I mean, that's the MREs and stuff like that, that stuff's never been cheap. But I'd hate to guess what the hell it's costing now. Man. Somewhere I've got a case of vegetarian MREs. I, I got a case of each. I got a case of that and a case of the meat ones. Because at the time I was working at the Rock Island Arsenal and there was a situation with two or three carloads of military-aged Middle Easterners trying to gain access and then they were detained for taking pictures from off the base onto the base and stuff like that. And they talked about lockdown. So I got a couple cases of MREs. And I'm not the type of person who could sit and be like, oh, too bad you didn't pack some food, you know. And one of the other people that didn't may have been a vegetarian. So, but, which I don't, if you're a vegetarian, I really don't care. that I eat meat. I always will eat meat provided it's available. But that that's me. Like I said, it's, to me, it's just a little too obvious and in your face. With all that stuff going on, the plants burning, cattle dying. <laughs> you know, if, they, if they weren't near water, I could get it. I, I, I'd maybe buy it and be like, all right, you know, didn't have enough water for them. You know, but, you know, one of the things I've been seeing going around Facebook is some conspiracy theory about a guy back in the day who invented an engine that would run on water. And then he ends up going out to eat and runs outside saying they poisoned me and he dies. And then now there's some other guy that supposedly accomplished it and he gets gunned down. And... I mean, people are talking about who gives a shit, you know, unless it's salt water it's running on. I'd rather keep the fresh water for drinking than engines. There's other alternatives. There's hydrogen that burns extremely clean. The only reason hydrogen got the bad name that it got was because of the Hindenburg. And when was that? The 20s? 30s, something like that. 
You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised, conspiracy theorist that I am, and I'm not hanging my hat on it. I just wouldn't be surprised if that was a setup so people wouldn't get the idea that hydrogen could be used for automobiles as a clean alternative to fossil fuels. I wouldn't be surprised at all. And this is the religious side of me. I think the devil is arrogant, and I think he is pushing for the end fight. I truly believe that. If he didn't think he could take God, he would have behaved himself. Plain and simple. And so, guess what? If we would have went to hydrogen to power automobiles, power plants, whatever, then guess what? There wouldn't have been a need for wars in the Middle East. There wouldn't be a... There, hell, there wouldn't have been a need for Germany. Hell, Germany probably would have won. Because he got too spread out going for the Caucasus for all the oil fields. But that's getting a little too... <laughs> I understand that's getting a little out there. But think about it. You know, you don't have to latch on. Like I said, I'm not latched on to it. I just, it's, I don't discount a whole lot when it comes to things like that. And just for those who wonder, to me, I don't separate religion and science. I think God is science. I don't think that there's, that they should be separated. I don't think that you should say, well, because there's science, there can't be a God. And if there's a God, you don't need science. I don't buy that. I don't buy that. This world, this solar system, all of it is too scientifically perfect. I don't think he made waved a magic wand and said, there you go. <laughs> but all right, so I'll, I'll be done with that. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I I find it freaky. I was just talking to a buddy yesterday, and I said, man, if I had the money, I'd be moving my ass to Africa. Because if you think about it, they think that's where the origin of life originated, took place, was in Africa. Everybody discounts Africa, and if... If China tries to take Taiwan and we go in there to help, at some point, nukes are going to get launched. But what's the one place that's not going to get nuked? That's, it's going to be Africa. But you have rumors of China liquidating all the freaking debt that they own, selling off, because they own between half and three quarters of our debt. So it doesn't make sense for them to go to war with us because if they do, we're not paying them. We're not going to say, hey, we got to keep up on them payments if we're at war with China. So China is apparently trying to liquidate all that, selling the debt off to other parties that'll buy it. So if they do go to war... 
in Taiwan and we go to war with them, then economic sanctions ain't going to hurt them. China does enough business outside of the U.S. that us trying to place an economic sanction isn't going to hurt them a whole lot. It may be a thorn in their side, but that's about, about it. So, you know, stuff to keep in mind. The thing is, I doubt it is anymore, but I know a lot of stuff got moved to China from Caterpillar as far as plants, things of that nature. But I remember hearing, because we used to have to do nuke drills when I was in grade school before uh, the Cold War ended back in the 80s. Where you had to get under your desk as if that was going to really help you. <laughs> but I was always told back then, because I live next to Peoria, Illinois, right across the river from it. And I was, I was always told growing up that Peoria was number 13 on the nuke list because that's where the world headquarters of Caterpillar is. And all the factories that Caterpillar had around here. That Because apparently, also, their factories were set up. For those who don't know, Caterpillar makes all kinds of heavy equipment, earth-moving machines like bulldozers and loaders, stuff like that. But apparently their factories were set up to within a couple days to be able to switch over from building that kind of equipment to building tanks. Things for war. So, it was supposedly fairly high up on the nuke list. But whether it still is, who knows? But I mean, in, in a way, I don't even really think it matters because once that shit starts, it's not like it's going to be one nuke and that's going to be it. And I know there's a lot of talk about Russia and China possessing these hypersonic missiles and people say that we don't have them. I don't believe that. I don't believe we don't have them, for one. Because they get a lot of their technology from stealing the shit from us. Espionage, crap like that. And I don't believe for one minute that they have it and we don't. It just doesn't make sense. We dump too much money into military weapons. I mean, if they have robots that get their energy from eating like biodegradable material, like they say plants, but that would also include corpses. If they have that kind of stuff, you can't tell me that they that they ain't got hypersonic missiles. I don't know if anybody li that listens to this listens to Rogan, but he had some guy that quote unquote retired CIA, Mike Baker's his name, on and saying that since they have them, and he's, he claims we don't, I think he's full of shit, but either way, that it's not like it used to be to where we'd have 15, 20 minutes notice, or, you know, an hour or two's notice, or however long, so we could launch ours, and then it was mutual destruction. His claim is that mutual destruction is no longer on the table because of the hypersonic weapons that exist. 
But here's the thing. Our missile silos, where are they? I can recall hearing that some of them were in Montana, maybe the Dakotas, maybe Utah. Our silos are not in L.A. and New York. They're not on massive military bases like Camp Pendleton in San Diego. They're in the middle of nowhere. And they're silos. It, it, it's stuff that's underground. So even if we end up getting nuked, guess what? We can. It's still mutual destruction because we can still launch at them. And you want conspiracy theory, here you go. And I know I've talked about it a little bit before, but at the end of World War II, George Patton, one of the greatest army generals we've ever had, wanted to go into Moscow and take down Stalin because he knew Stalin was just as bad, if not worse, than Hitler. They ended up taking him out. His brakes went out, and he got in a car wreck and died. Had we done that, which we could have, since we had atomic weapons at the time and we still didn't know what the long-term effects were as far as radiation and stuff like that, we definitely could have taken out Russia and would have prevented a lot of wars since. But some Brit thought it would only be fair for Stalin to have the jet technology that we gained from the Germans. And if I'm not mistaken, somebody gave them the atomic technology as well, the nuclear technology. So, and it's all about the industrial war machine. People ain't happy unless we're at war killing. And I, I know this is, it's, it's all kind of tied in together, but it's still bouncing all over the place by the same token as well. I understand that, but it is what it is, folks. It is what it is. And I mean, honestly, I want to know what you guys think, you know, not just about what I have said. But your opinions and thoughts on what's been going on, what's coming, what you think's coming, and stuff like that, hit me up. LittleMB6580 at gmail.com. That's L-I-T-T-L-E, Emerson Mike, B as in Bravo, 6580 at gmail.com. Till next time, y'all take care.